Chapter 26 My finger hovered over the pad. It was war. In war, you destroyed your enemies. Aloran was my prince. You obeyed your prince. But ten thousand defenseless yerks? With one movement of my finger? No. I pulled my hand away, and in a blur of motion, I felt Aloran's tailblade press against my throat. You think you can fight a clean war, Elfingor? Is that what you think? Or are you one of those who is happy enough when someone like me does the dirty work for you? They are defenseless, I said as calmly as I could. They are the enemy. Hypocrites! You're all hypocrites! We lost the hork war because of weak, moralizing fools like you. Because of fools like you, I am disgraced and shunned and sent off on trivial errands with nothing but heiress under my command. War Prince Aloran, I honor you, but what is the difference how you destroy the enemy? Aloran demanded. I had no idea what he was talking about anymore. He was off somewhere in his own head, lost in his own memories. What does it matter if you kill them with a tail blade or a shredder or a quantum virus? Quantum virus? No. No. Even after all the horror I had seen, I was shocked. You... You used a quantum virus? You used a quantum virus on the Hork-Bajir world? A quantum virus is a sort of disease of space-time. You see, it slowly breaks down the force that holds subatomic particles together. It slowly disintegrates whatever it affects. Living creatures affected with the quantum virus find their very molecules breaking down. It can take days, weeks of agony. That was Aloran's secret. That was his disgrace. The Yerks had accused us of using a quantum virus against them. We had denied it. Every Andalite believed it was just another filthy Yerk lie. Aloran stared at me. I cannot have a weak, cowardly fool like you messing up. I saw it out of the corner of my stalk eyes. A sudden movement. Not fast, but unexpected. Chapman! He leaped at Aloran and swung one of his strong human hands. With tightly clenched fingers, he hit Aloran on the side of his head. Aloran's head snapped back, more in surprise than pain. But it was enough. I swung my tail hard and fast. I turned the tail blade away and slammed Aloran's head with every ounce of power I had. He dropped like a stone. He collapsed to the deck in a heap. And I saw triumph on Chapman's face. Triumph. I should have known then. I should have realized. Instead, I went to the medical kit and with shaking hands pulled out a tranquilizer hypo. I emptied it into my mad prince. It would keep him down for hours. Now what? Chapman demanded. Now what? I shrieked. Now what? I just knocked out my own prince. I was sick. Sick down to my bones. But there was no one else to turn to. No one else to make decisions. As stupid as I had been, it was still up to me. We have to pick something up, I said, forcing calm into my thought-speak voice. Then we are getting as far from this evil place as the ship will go. Chapman nodded, as if satisfied. Lauren came over. 
she put her soft, human hand on my chest wound. It had begun to scab over, but the exertion of knocking Alaran out had opened the wound again. She tore a strip of fabric from the bottom of one of her artificial skins. She tied it around my chest to protect the wound. Thank you, I said. Is life always this insane for you space cadets? Oh, yes, I said bitterly. Infiltrate the Taxon homeworld, help inspire a Taxon civil war, mutiny against my prince, and locate the Time Matrix, all in the company of a pair of strange, two-legged aliens. Business as usual. I was busy watching the ground below, looking for the place where I had crashed the Skritna ship. But I saw Lauren's smile. Hey, you made a joke. I didn't think you did humor Elfingor. When the world goes mad, what else can you do? I thought of Arbron, still making little jokes, even when his life was a wreck. I wonder if Arbron knew the world was mad. Lauren just looked sad, but then she forced a smile again. Speaking of crazy, did I see you driving up in a bright yellow Mustang back there? It was a wonderful machine. Primitive, but strangely enjoyable. I cut thrust and peered closely into the screen. There it is. We're going down. I need to clear away the wreckage so the tractor beam can grab the time matrix. I landed the Jahar in the narrow valley, a few feet away from the wreckage of the Skritna ship. I grabbed a handheld shredder, opened the hatch, and hurried outside. It took several minutes to burn away the wreckage of the Skritna ship and reveal the time matrix. It was for this that so much horror had occurred. For this most powerful of weapons. It sat there amidst the wreckage, so harmless-looking. If the Yerks had known this was here, they would have stopped at nothing to get it. It was lucky Lauren never told them while they held her captive. Lucky that Chapman never told them. Lucky. And lucky that I had been able to hold off the hork And lucky that we had been able to get away from the spaceport without being pursued. More luck. Too much luck. I really was a fool. I felt a cold shiver crawl up my spine. I was behind the time matrix, hidden from the Jahar. And suddenly, I knew what was happening back inside the Jahar while I worked to free the time matrix. And I knew what I would see when I walked back around that off-white globe. Trembling with despair and exhaustion, I set the shredder for its next-to-lowest setting. I would have to duplicate Arbron's feet. Three quick shots. Yes, three. I sucked in deep breaths, and then I bolted at top speed. I leaped from behind the time matrix, Lauren raising a dracon beam in her hand. I fired. She dropped, twitching wildly from the energy pulse. Chapman fired. But he was weak and shaky from what he had just endured. I fired. The human dropped to the dirt. But there was one more left. I knew it. I knew, and I knew that I had very little time. Sudden movement. I spun and fired. Missed! No, not a complete miss. I had stunned his right arm. The hand holding the dracon beam dropped, useless. He stood there, rage on his face. Aloran. War Prince Aloran Scimitar Koras. But not really Aloran anymore. For the rest of my life, I would remember that moment the moment when I looked for the first time upon the abomination. You see, Aloran was no longer Aloran.
Very good, Arist Elfengor. It took you a while, but you figured it out in the end. Subvisor 7, I said. Yes, but not for long. The Yerk who made the first Andalite controller? The Yerk who captured the fabled Time Matrix? I'd say I can count on a major promotion. Wouldn't you?